This is the I Love Success Podcast. I'm Peter Jurukowski, and I have made a vow to myself to help as many people as possible to achieve their dreams. Let's get started. Hey guys, and welcome back to the I Love Success Podcast. I'm really excited. I'm happy that you're here with me today. This is episode we're over 300 now. I, I think it's 303 or 304, actually, but we're over 300. I've had the honor of sitting down with some great people. And when I, when I say great people, I mean people that have had the courage to go after their dreams and to fight for them. My goal and my mission is to help at least 10 million people in 10 years to go after their dreams. If you're watching this, if you're listening to this, Right now, you are the most important person to me. I want you to bring out a notebook, piece of paper, and start taking down some notes so you can change your life. Unless you're driving, then step aside when you hear something great and write it down because I'm sure today is going to be excited. I am grateful that you're here with me. Today, I am here with a martial artist. He's a former Thai boxing world champion, two-time kickboxing European and world champion, and currently the PFL welterweight world champion. It's a great man, and I'm here to present Sadibo C to the I Love Success podcast. Hey, guys. Uh, hey, and I'm so happy uh, to be here. Uh, thank you so much for that introduction. That was amazing. You make me feel like like I've like uh, like accomplished a couple of things. It's good. Uh, so happy, happy to hear that. Happy to be here. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks, Sadi. So before we get started, I want to I want to kind of get people in to tone for performance. So can you just walk us through exactly what you do before? you enter a fight because I think it's okay. going to be interesting and it's going to make us all kind of excited for this podcast. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. You go right into it. I like it. <laughs> I like it. So are we talking like, like how, 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 how far do you want me to go? Like talk about the fight day or just like when I'm in the arena, just the moment before one minute before you enter and the fight's going to start, you're going to walk in. Yeah. So <laughs> at this point, at this point, it's very important for me. I'm I'm only gonna speak about myself and my experience, right? Every fight is different, right? But when you have the opportunity, when you when you've been like like good enough to be able to do everything that you're supposed to do in the preparation, you just feel like all the nerves are going ups and down, up and down, up and down. And at the last minute when they call, Sadi, one minute, you're like, okay, let's go. Like I've done everything. Now it's just to demand above. Like, like you wanna be, you wanna feel that freedom, right? Yeah. And I'm like, it's so nerve wracking. And I have to tell myself all the time, you choose to be here. Like, like it's a, it's a privilege to go through this. You choose to be here. Go out and enjoy it. Have fun because, like, at that point, I'm like, oh, why am I doing here? <laughs> so you constantly have to like remind yourself, like, why am I doing this? It's a I want to be here. Like, uh, so it's tough, but that that moment is it's it's priceless. 
Yeah, it's. Uh, I think everybody who has competed at a high level or done something, ask somebody out. I think everybody have had these moments in your life where you're so excited that you almost shit your pants, but you're also like, this is what we live for. Uh, so we want more of that in life because that's that's what's exciting when you put yourself on the line and you don't know what the end result's gonna be. That's actually something exciting. 100%, 100%. And I believe that a lot of people uh, are shy, shying away from those moments uh, because they see not reaching all the way or, 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 or reaching the goal or whatever is a failure. I don't. And I don't think that you should see it as a failure because the process is amazing. I fought for PFL for four seasons. Yeah. I didn't win until the fifth season. Yeah. And you know what? I enjoy it more now than if I would have won the first time, I believe, because I had to reinvent myself. I had to, oh, that didn't work. That didn't work. That didn't work. <laughs> I'd be damned if I'm going to stop. Yeah. But, you know, finding the right way, like the journey and not being afraid. I believe, I believe that's so important in life. Yeah, no, I love that. And 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 I study success. I want to dig deep into what is success, what is happiness, how can we perform and be happy. And one of the things I've been I've been following you for for a while because I, I love martial arts. And but the one thing that stuck with me uh, was something you said in an interview. And and that was like, this is this, I gotta talk to this guy. And that was, I want to be the best at getting better. Uh, so I'm going to say it one more time. I want to be the best at getting better. So can you just explain what does that mean? And like, what is that? So uh, to be able to break it down to you, I, I need to go back a couple of years, right? Yeah. So I, was, I, had a, I had a fight. This might have been six years ago, seven years ago, right? And uh, I was... I was uh, uh, I was in. I was talking with a with a, a guy that he's, he's he's done a lot for like when it comes to uh, mentally prepare people and, and stuff like that, right? So um, so he he became a little bit of a mentor for me. But this was the first thing that happened was I met him uh, each Friday for a couple of weeks, right? And it was a group. It wasn't just for me. It was just like a group of people, right? Yeah. And he asked me, he's like, yeah, you're fighting soon, right? And I was like, yeah. And he said, uh, how does it feel? I'm like, going good. It feels amazing, right? Next week, how does it feel? That feels good. And the week before the fight, he's like, how does it feel? I'm like, oof, great. Like, now I've done everything. Now I'm just gonna go out and do my best. This is the week before the fight. And he says, why? I'm like, what do you mean, why? He's like, what are you gonna do your best? I'm like, what do you mean? He was like, why don't you do what, what, it, what why won't you do what it takes? What do you mean? Wow. And right now I just understood it. I gave myself a little out because, or I, and then he asked me like this, like, or would you be happy if doing your best wouldn't get, get you the victory? I was like, hell no. He's like, so do whatever it takes. Right then and there, I, I knew, I was like, man, I need more. So 
I've been working with him. His name is Najmedin. He's in Sweden. Uh, I've been working with him for the last couple of years, and we've been working on a lot of things. But everything is about getting your physical, mental, spiritual, and uh, um, physically, mentally, spiritually, and emotionally. Everything has to be together. If if one of them are lacking, that that's gonna show. So what we've been working on, especially now, since coming in as the champion for this, for this new season, yeah. the thing was, so you reached one goal, but are you satisfied? No. no. You want to become better. So you have to compete with yourself. You're not, because you already beat everyone. So now to be able to not get complacent, make sure that if someone gets better, you, you, you always gonna raise the bar. But I'm I'm competing against myself. So if I'm if I if I always improve and always put myself in the focus and be like, so I'm better than tomorrow and I'm better than tomorrow and I'm better. Sorry, I'm better than yesterday. Better than yesterday. And always, always, always growing. Yeah. I'm not gonna be complacent, and that's where it stems from. And when you saw that, I, I was very happy because that's something that I I all I, I like I. I told myself the whole camp, the best at getting better. I'm gonna be the best at getting better. I'm gonna be the best at getting better. So I was actually very happy when you caught that. Yeah, thank you. And thank you for sharing that. And we we kind of jumped right into it, but I wanna go back a little bit to hear your story. And I know we're, we both grew up in Sweden. You come from, originally from Senegal, right? And can you just right. share like, Growing up, what did you dream about and how did you become competitive and why was this important to you to, to pursue excellence in a field? So that's correct. We both grew up in Sweden and my dream was actually, I always loved sports, always since a kid. My mom and dad, they couldn't keep me at home. I wanted, I like, I was that kid, always full of energy, right? But for me, it was soccer. Soccer was my thing. I was going to be the best soccer player or whatever, right? One day, I just uh, stumbled into a kickboxing session. And for me, it was so intriguing because there were so much things to learn. It was so much. And it was so much more than I imagined. So I was like, oh, I need more. Oh, I need like... So I became like a kid in a candy store. I was like, oh... Like I'm, I always want to do, I always want to compete. And I believe that that stems from like coming from a big family. All of us always teasing each other, competing with each other. I have five sisters and one brother, right? So I think it stems from there, right? Uh, so, so for me, when I started, I had no, like mine was just like, oh, there's so much to learn. I just want to learn. Then after a couple of months, my coach was like, yeah, I want you to compete now. Compete? What do you mean? <laughs> like against someone else? Like, because I was like 14, 15 at this point, And like, I, I still hadn't, haven't like given up on the soccer dream, right? Um, so, so to be able to, to, at that point, just slowly but surely put everything 
and forget about the soccer and start like more and more realizing that oh you have you're on to something here in 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 the martial in martial arts um, and it, it started with kickboxing and muay thai uh, it took a couple of years but uh, it was so much fun and for me i go back to what i said before is it's about the process for me it was about how far can i take this how good can i be really so like you you, you mentioned a couple of my my uh, like uh, the things that i want so when he, when my coach told me like yeah so i want you to compete in uh, in the swedish national wow i guess the best in the country oh that that went well now i want you to go against your uh, the, the 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 european championship and my thing was always i know that my coach wants my best he has my best interest and i trust that to 100 so i was like man if you think i'm ready i just have to go because i have nothing to compare with i i don't know so i just kind of go out there and do me yeah so in the beginning it was just it was scary but at the same time i was a little bit like a kid that was unafraid so i was like just like going out there doing everything like i was throwing techniques that i would have that i wouldn't trust myself to throw today because now i know what yeah. kind of position I put myself in because I was just young and dumb and just like <laughs> a lot of you see what I say yeah uh, but I believe that the competitive spirit has always been there I've always been like a like a not a sore loser but I hate to lose so with that being said like I'm not afraid to win so I'm going to I'm going to do everything it takes to win because I don't like the sour taste of losing like yeah. you know I love that and uh... I'm curious when when did you realize that you were good at this? Like when when did you was there a specific moment when you realized that you can become really really good at this? To be honest, so I got a lot when I started after a couple of sessions the people in the gym were like, "Yeah, you you're going to you're going to be able to be good." But I just thought there was like because like I said, I had no like interest in in doing this for a living i just thought ah, i'll try something new for fun like that this might help my soccer game right it was more so like that but i put so much like for me i put when i when i was like okay so it's not going to be soccer i'm going to i'm going to try and see how far i can take this at that point i might have been 16 17 still obviously did not see this that i have in front of me uh, at that point because it didn't like martial art looked completely different 20 years ago right you didn't have all these different mma promotions uh, that are that you able to basically live on 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 the martial art right uh, it's it's been amazing it's been an amazing like um journey in the last couple of years so so for me i believe it came it came gradually uh but maybe around when i was 20 my 15 16 years ago was when i was like you know what when like when i put myself into something like i i'm i'll be damned if I, if i'm not gonna <laughs> get all the way so so i believe around 20 uh four or five years into into my martial arts career i was like yeah this is what i'm gonna do 
Nice. And you, can you just talk about, because um, I read that you were visually impaired as well. Like how did that affect your fighting and did you know about that? And how, 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 how has that experience been? So uh, the thing is when I played soccer, so this started around when I was like 12, 30 years old, I started to get like, we thought it was allergies, but it was more so um, like a eye disease that I that I had that was like chronic inflammation to 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 break it down like the easiest way to break it down for you so uh, I had to do a couple of surgeries when I was like 12 13 years old but what happened was my vision because of uh, because of this got got down to like 50 percent on both eyes right yeah uh, so when I played soccer it actually, because at that point, I knew how it was to see 100%. And now I had only saw 50%. And it gradually went down to some days 20, some days 40%. So I had a reference, I, have, I, I had something that I can compare with, right? But when I started with martial arts, when I was 14, 15 years old, my, my eyesight was already like that. So when I started it, like I didn't have anything to compare with in martial arts. So for me, I didn't see it as a, as a problem. And that's also, I, I was, because I was so angry at like the doctors. I was so angry because I was like, yeah, they should have caught this earlier. They should like, right? So what I did was I, I realized that I put a lot of energy and a lot of like emotions towards that. So I told myself at that age, like I was like 34, I was like, you know what? One day you're gonna get your eyesight back but make sure until then that you don't use this as an excuse you don't use this as an you don't you don't think about yourself as being handicapped or whatever right yeah. i wasn't allowed to take a driver's license when like everyone but for me i was like i just this is this is just something that i have to go through yeah. and i believe that everything happens for a reason so for me like i said i didn't see it as a problem because I started muscle loss with that, with that vision, vision like problem with the vision, yeah. right? It's interesting how um, how we in life can use things as excuses. And I like what you said. I I promise myself to not give it an excuse. And and one thing that I want with this show is kind of like penetrate those people that are giving themselves an out all the time. Uh, there's so many great people that can achieve what they want, but there's always there's always somebody else's fault. There's always the height, the weight, the the place I'm in, and those are all valid things. But are you gonna yeah. keep that from you getting what you want, or are you gonna do like your coach said, do what do what it takes? Uh, but I was gonna get back to that just now. Yeah. Exactly, that's exactly the point, because. When you say I'm gonna do my best, I believe in my mind, I'm giving myself a little bit of an excuse. Like, yeah, but I did my best, yeah. but I'm not happy with doing my best if the best is not gonna get me all the way. So yeah. I'm gonna do whatever it takes. And that's just like, now we used it because I gave you an example in MMA or in whatever, yeah. right? But that's in life, that's yeah. in life. How do you deal with defeat? Uh, like how have how have defeat made you stronger mentally? Because being a martial artist, and especially if you do MMA, when you lose, I think it's one of the hardest things a human being will go go through. Because 
I study a lot of fighters and it's very few that come back stronger after a defeat, unfortunately. And so I'm curious, can you just talk about your defeats and how, what, what did you do and how did you evolve in your mindset in order to come back stronger? Yeah, and you're so right <clears throat> because I've been saying this a couple of times because I've, I've been saying like, I love the process, yeah. right? So I'll give you a couple of examples so you understand what I mean. Because in, in fighting, sometimes everything can be so black and white. In sports in general, everything can be so black and white. Did you win? Did you lose? Right? So you prepare, let's say for fighting, you prepare for a fight. You train for eight weeks, 10 weeks, 12 weeks, whatever, right? You've done a lot of good things throughout the camp. You fight, you come to the fight, something happens, you get like on that day, on that specific day, you don't have it. You lose the game. You see fighters, they're like, oh, so I'm gonna move states, I'm gonna switch trainers, I'm gonna do whatever. Like everything that they did wasn't like, you see what I'm saying? So they only look at the result and not at the process. Yeah. For me, it was very important to be able to see, okay, I have to be so honest with myself. I need to fix this. I need to fix that. I need to fix this. I need to fix that. Because I looked at myself as if I'm, if I'm my opponent, how would I game plan against me? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to do that. I lost three or four games the same way. There was a way of beating me. There's no way around it. I'm not going to blame my trainers. I'm not going to blame my trainer. It's up to me because when the cage is closes, I'm not going to be like, coach, we didn't prepare for that. Like, no, I have to make sure that, okay, I have the right people around me, obviously, that's going to help me get, get me to where I want to go. If you can't get me to where I want to go, obviously I need to, I need to go where, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's so important to be completely honest with, okay, this is, this is something that I need to work with. Because you see fighters, oh no, they get knocked out, for instance, they say, I was an early stoppage. Okay, maybe it was, but you still got dropped. You still, you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. instead of trying to find a way to, like, like you said, blame someone else to say there was, try to look at it and see, okay, what can I, what can I learn from this? And in my opinion, if you learn and grow and get better, it's not a defeat, it's a lesson, right? Because the process is, I'm not, I'm, for me, I'm going to improve and I want to be the best at getting better. So if I got better, even though I lost, that's not what I want, but at the same time, you see what I'm saying? I'm still moving towards where I want to go. Yeah. So I believe that uh, it's 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 been hard, obviously, and it's nothing that I that I that I want to go through. Nobody wants to, but it's so important. But for me nowadays, if you like, I, I became world champion for PFL in, in November, yeah. and if you were in my dressing room after the fight, you would have thought that I lost. Yeah. Because for me. I'm not looking at that one specific fight. I looked at what should I have done better? Okay, so we need to do this and this and this. And that goes back to like not getting complacent and, 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 
and the process of of getting better not looking at the result for each fight for instance you see what i'm saying yeah i mean it reminds me of george saint pierre and he he used to drill uh, things after the fight even though he won because he thought he made a mistake and it's almost like an obsession to excellence uh, which creates amazing performance but i'm also curious you know having that obsession and coming from that in my life too sometimes it's also a burden to carry that especially to people around you can we just talk about that like how do you relax and how are you able to you know still have fun during during this journey so i believe that's part of part of the experience right uh, if we go back a couple of years i know that as soon as i got like an opponent a name like i couldn't sleep i was up like i was just thinking i'm gonna like you know because it's so much <laughs> That guy basically signed a contract saying that on such and such date, he will beat you, right? So for experience for me was like, okay, so know what you need to do today, know what you need to do tomorrow, whatever, and, and, and surround yourself with people that are knowledgeable, that's gonna, because otherwise it's gonna be so easy to, like you say, like I, I've, done, I've done that when, when, when my coach, told me, yeah, you're gonna, he gave me my schedule. I'm like, but coach, I need to train more. I need to train like double this amount because what if he trains? But what happened is I'm just gonna get injured. I'm gonna get overtrained. I'm not, I'm not gonna peak at the right time, you know? And all of these are things that are comes with experience, right? Because what happens, like at the same, we have one day, you cannot be, like on peak, like you, you're gonna think that Usain Bolt is gonna try to make the world record 365 days, of, uh, 365 days, uh, uh, no, it's gonna be for the Olympics. It might be for the, like he's peaking. Yeah. So that's part of the part of it. Trusting that, okay, I'm doing this now. I'm doing this tomorrow. I'm doing this because if you try to do 150% today, you might only gonna do 50% tomorrow. And then seven, like instead of like doing a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, constantly improving. So I believe everyone is different. I have people in the gym right now that I'm looking at. I'm like, yo, you, right, what you're doing right now is 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 ludicrous because you 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 just burning yourself down. You're injured. You're trying to do this and this, and it's all because of yeah, my opponent might do it. My opponent, you know. So I believe you have to find the right balance, and it's not one way to do it, right? Your St. Pierre is an amazing, amazing uh, fighter and he looks like an amazing human being, right? And I believe that he he mastered, like, because he was nervous. He had problems with like, like mentally before fights, but he mastered it and he, he knew that it was gonna come. And he, I believe, made it something good instead of, instead of like making it uh, go out over his performances, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it does. And, and one thing I'm curious about, um, I don't know if you've read any of Tim Grover, Grover's books, uh, Michael Jordan's and Kobe Bryant's physical trainer. And and he wrote a book called, I think it's called Winning, the last book. It was a great book. But one of the things that he talks about there is, you know, when you get knocked out kind of uh, or lose that, he says a lot of people say you just get right back up 
But in his perspective, it's like, no, stay down a little bit and contemplate so you come back better. So I'm curious, like, how do you agree with that statement or? Yeah, I actually do because like, if, so for me, if I, I, I I'm, I'm talking now, I'm talking about, so you, you lost the fight, you got knocked out, right? A lot of people, like, that's something that goes on their ego, right? Ego is something that is, because the thing is, you need the ego in what we do, but ego is also very dangerous. So, so you need, you need it. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So the ego, you can use it as something good, but you can also use it as something bad. I, I've I've seen people get knocked out, and then their ego will be like, "No, it's nothing. I'm gonna go back to the gym tomorrow." What happened? Three fights later, they get knocked out again, knocked out, and now they're completely shut they, because they didn't give 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 get got the right time to. Uh, to let everything heal and also look at, okay, why did I get knocked out, yeah. right? So what happened? Because like I said, if you're trying to just uh, just put everything that uh, it's a fluke, uh, that, that was just luck, that was just, what are you going to learn? Yeah. Nothing, nothing, yeah. you know? So I, so I, actually, uh, I actually agree with that. Excuse me. Um, I, excuse me. Um, Sadi, I'm curious now when you you trained for almost all your life, you were able to, you know, peak and win uh, and, you know, change kind of change the trajectory of your life. Uh, how, how do you deal with that now? Like what's the next steps in your life and, and what do you want to, what else do you want to accomplish as far as, you know, sports and life? Uh, to be honest, uh, right now, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying the process of where I'm at. Uh, I believe that even though I'm 36 years old today, I believe that I'm still one or two years old, uh, one, one or two years from my prime yeah. because I'm constantly learning, and I believe that if you watch my fights, if you were to watch the last couple of years, you would be able to see the progression and see the, sorry, and see and see the evolution of me, right? Uh, so for me, it's like I don't I don't have like a goal of oh, I want to do that and that. I want to just keep going and see how much I can do, how much damage I can do in this in this sport because because I love it. I feel privileged. Like I, I moved from Stockholm, Sweden to Las Vegas. I, 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 I fight for, for, uh, for a living and uh, for an amazing organization that loves me, that I love. And like, for me right now, I'm just some, some days pinching myself and be like, you know what? I'm so blessed to be here. And, and that's also <laughs> going back to what, what you said, when it's one minute left, like, uh, before they call my name that that's what i go back to like i'm i'm privileged to be here right uh, so it's hard to say uh, exactly what, what but last year i have i've said one thing last year was uh, when i became world champion with my fifth fifth world title 
And I always like, I never, I, I never want to do the easy route. I want to like, when, if I go for something, I want to go for something big. So I said, I want double digits. So I want five more world champions that would, that would put me in, in double digits. Right. So, so that's something that I'm striving for. Uh, but at the same time, when I say that, I know the work that I have to put in to go through that. And it feels exhausting, but at the same time, I'm like, oh, I'm looking forward to it because I have one fight at a time. I have one opponent at a time. I don't have to fight for all these five at the same time. I have one guy in front of me. Yeah. How do you, how do you deal with that? Uh, I think that's like you're touching on something very interesting because a lot of people, they see a goal and they look up at this big fucking mountain, pardon my English, and they're like, it's much easier to just go and grab some some ice cream and go home so i'll start tomorrow and then you keep looking at this mountain and the the longer time goes the the more the path seems impossible so what do you want to say to those people out there that are like every time they try to climb the mountain they take a couple of steps and then they go fall back right down so for me I would I would say that that is part of life. That is part of life. So if you set up a goal for work, for sports, for whatever, and you don't reach it, and you end up having like a, let's say you go one step forward and two steps back, and you give up, that's something that I believe is gonna like that's that that can become part of you and part of like how you deal with things right so i believe that you don't have to do it all at the same time i have something that i tell myself every day one more one more i do one more right so i don't have to do everything like i said i have to win pfl this year is four fights but what do i have in front of me i have one fight what i have in front of me i have one more training session today what i have in front of me i have one more interview today like so it's only one you know what I'm saying? So I listened to a guy. I don't remember his name now. He was so good. I believe his name is Mullet or something. He, he's, he's a motivational speaker. Maybe Ed, Ed Milet, maybe? Ed Milet, yes. Yeah. So yeah. It, it comes from there. When he talked about his father being an alcoholic and he's been, he's been drinking for his whole life and he's like, you think you're going to be able to hold it the rest of your life? That he said, I don't know, but I know I'm going to be able to make it one more day. Yeah. Wow. Okay. You, you see what I'm saying? So for me, like... You don't have, you're not gonna do it all. And life gives you ups and downs, right? In fighting, we call it pivot. And that's that's what you need to be able to do. Because if if every everything that happens in life, you think the biggest loss in my life was was in, in the sports? Never. The biggest loss in my life has been something that has nothing to do with sports, right? So so uh, but, 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 but what I think is beautiful is there's so many, so many parallels and so many things that you can use, tools that you can use in both the life and in both the sports that is going to help you in both, I believe. Yeah. How do you, how do you deal with that quick pivot? I feel like, especially fighters, I'm, I, I've noticed this myself when beginning, when I was competing, I'd I didn't pivot and then 
my opponent was able to utilize the same mistake over and over again. But the better I became, I was better at pivoting. Uh, so how, like, how, how do you deal with that? How do you know when to pivot? You know what? That's, that's an amazing question. It is like a, it's like an everyday thing. And for me, I believe it's harder for me to do in real life so to speak, then in, in the fight. Because for instance, I just moved, right? And there's a lot of things that I want to do, get, do and I want it all to get done yesterday. Yeah. And then this piece comes, for instance, yeah, the fridge comes and it doesn't fit and like whatever. And you need to always, and I'm like, I'm trying to keep myself from being frustrated and be like, you know what, just, it's just a, like, it's just like, if you, if you break it down to the reality, it's just a, like, so the Wi-Fi doesn't come today. It's going to come in two days. Yeah. Why am I like, you see what I'm saying? So, yeah. so sometimes you just have to go back and be like, so am I really going to make this a thing? Am I really going to try to make this mess up my day? Right. And, and like, if I if I if I can go back to growing up in Sweden uh, as a as a black man, right, as a black kid, uh, there was a lot of a lot of a lot of people that I know. Um, like, there's a lot of things that 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 that, that you that you go through, right? Yeah. And I taught myself something in an early age, which was nobody. That, that means something to me, my wife, my mom, my dad, my kid, whatever, 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 should have the, the right word I'm looking for, uh, the opportunity or not, the opportunity is not the right word I'm looking for, should have the uh, power, should have the power to mess up my day. If you don't mean something to me and you come up and you say something stupid to me, yeah. Or you are like, and that messes up my day. I just gave you so much power, right? Ooh. So the same thing for me, I try to use when it comes to things like that. Like, am I going to let this mess up my day? My day went amazing. Why am I going to look at Wi-Fi? And be, you see what I'm saying? So I'm trying to always look at things like that, if that makes sense. No, I love that idea. And I, it's crazy how how we can let the outer and external world uh, make us so upset. And, you know, I, I think about, now when you said it, I think about this because I am a martial artist all my life. And I feel like in certain situation, I'm very good at this, but in some situation, I'm like a white belt. Uh, yeah. And, and it, when you, when you point it out, it's embarrassing. Like, why would you give power to other people? To <laughs> And when I say this, like, don't get it wrong. Don't think that I haven't, like, letting it go come to me at certain times. But that's what I'm saying. You remind yourself, like, almost laughing, like, wow, are you, am I really gonna, gonna, gonna let this affect me? Am I, like, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so it's, it's, a, it's part of the journey. It's a journey. Yeah, it definitely is. Uh, I'm curious, Sadi, when it comes to your, your mind and uh, 
you know, what are the biggest challenges that you face uh, in your mind and how do you, how do you deal with those? So I believe one very big thing for me uh, was something that seeing and visualizing things for me is is something that that's made a major difference in my life like not being afraid of dreaming big not being afraid of of setting crazy big goals or or whatever as something that that's that's for me have, has changed my life so if you can see it, if, if you don't dare to see it, if you don't dare to dream it, if you don't dare to say it to your wife, to your friends, to whatever, you're not gonna dare to go after it. That's what I believe. And I've, 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 I believe a lot in, in you, need to, you need to, just like I said, you need to visualize it, you need to see it, you need to see yourself there. You need, so for me, for, for example, I need to see myself as the PFL welterweight champion before I'm gonna become the PFL welterweight champion. And I'm gonna put myself in the right frequency and mentally to be able to reach it and go after it. You, I don't, uh, so I believe that men, like 90% of martial arts fighting is mental. Yeah. And 10% is, is gonna be like the physical thing. And how did you start, you know, having the courage of dreaming big and actually putting, putting the work in? Because I, I feel like as kids, you know, most of us, we all dream about crazy big things. But then as we get older, uh, that usually falls away. But then there's some people like yourself that it grows and massive action is put behind those dreams like where do you think that come from was that a book some person around you or just from yourself or to be honest i think it's 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 a, a combination of a lot of different things uh, but what i think is important is i didn't listen to no one that actually said after i lost my last fight in 2019 for instance or whatever saying Oh, are you are you really gonna keep going? Shouldn't you start studying? Shouldn't like whatever. Letting people put their own shortcomings or their own like um, what do you call it things that they are afraid of on you yeah. is something that it's so dangerous, right? So for me. I listen, I, I listen to, to try to, to try to understand the mindset of people that have been going through things uh, that have reached goals that I'm trying to go to reach for whatever. And so why are they making it? And why are those, the, the, these guys falling, like not reaching all the way. Uh, so trying to, to understand and, and, and at that point, when, when I, obviously know that okay i'm i'm willing to do the job i'm willing to do what it takes all right so mentally right now i'm 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 at the i'm at this like both like i like i said in the beginning the four different things the mentally physically emotionally and and the uh 
or now uh, spiritually, sorry. Yeah. Uh, when all of those things are, are, are working together, uh, that's when I believe that that you're actually gonna be able to uh, to deal with everything, right? Because even though even though everything is on point, that's not a given. That's okay. The result is gonna be what you're looking for, but at least you're gonna be able to pivot, or you're gonna be able to look at it from the right perspective and be able to use that as a okay. This wasn't a loss. This was a learning experience. Uh, so I believe that that's like that's something that I've been working on a lot. Yeah, it, it's it's interesting when you look at people that are going after something that has, let's say, fighting and let's say mixed martial arts. It's it's a very long journey, and there's very few that are gonna do it at the highest level. So. Sometimes from the surrounding, it's hard for people to understand because they can't see what you see, even though you're trying to explain it. And I think a lot of people in artists, you know, writers, whatever industry it might, entrepreneurs, this is something that you have to pass through. Sometimes not even the closest one can see your vision and you can try to explain it. But if there's that burning desire or like Tony Robbins say, insatiable hunger, uh, I think that's a great description. You got to see it through, right? You owe it to yourself. Yeah. You why, owe it to yourself. You do. Yeah. Why? Why do you think you have that hunger? Because I, I look at my life and I'm so hungry for so much, and I, I don't like. I, sometimes I don't know where, 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 where it comes from, but I, I'm excited. And so, so maybe, maybe you can help me. Where does your hunger come from? You know, I had this discussion with my wife a couple <laughs> of days ago. And the fun part is like, we were like, some people are like, they are so happy with just like, yeah, I have my job. And when I say, when I use this voice, don't get like, I'm not trying to talk down or just so you understand, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, I have my job. I have, and, and I just, I, I want my security. I want my pension at that point. I want my, like, and some people are good with that, right? Some people are like, no, I want, I don't want to have a nine to five. I want to hustle. I want to, uh, I might make, I'm, I might make one, uh, a lot of money one day. And for one month, I'm, I might not make nothing because I'm an entrepreneur. I like some like that lifestyle. Like, I believe that we are wired differently. And for me, something in me has always been like i've loved to compete and i've loved to always see okay so let's say i hit a boxing ball like like you know this one's that's gonna give you a number or so i hit it and i got 900 <gasps> let's see let's see if we can hit 950 like something is always like you bench press uh i got oh a new record i got 250 oh uh, no let's see if i can go 252 like always because i think it started as a kid like play competing and it just became like a lifestyle like i yeah. always like i actually compete with people like let's say for instance it can be a 95 year old lady walking up the stairs i'm like oh i'm gonna beat her i'm like yeah i just won like <laughs> you know so i i don't know why why where it came from uh, but that's <laughs> 
I'm laughing because I recognize myself. It's funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you, you, you out for the run, and someone, run, you're, I'm never gonna let this guy run. Like yeah. I don't know why, why, why this, where it came from, but like it's just like someone is telling me something, and now I just have to go for it. I don't know. Yeah. It's funny. Do you have any? Do you have any any theories of where it come from? I don't know. I I do the same thing, you know, and. Uh, it's many, many people since the first show, I had an Olympian on the first show and he, he said that most people, they're either running away from something or they're running towards something. Sometimes yeah. it's a combination. And I've thought a lot about that. And I, and I think it's sometimes it's also that, you know, immigrant mentality that we want to become like, we've been ingrained to always fight hard uh, to to kind of prove ourselves and to to make something great, uh, which which I think that's a superpower, uh, but it also causes for people who can't if you can't handle it, it can cause misery as well because you there's no like chasing victories. It's it's a form of addiction, right? It's 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 a good addiction, but you have to be able to balance that because it it never ends. So we call it the backside of the middle, right? Yeah. There is the middle is so beautiful, but <laughs> just think about everything, you know, and that's it. That's it. Like before my fights, like I know, like sometimes people say things I don't even understand. Like I could come back two weeks later, but oh, you asked me something about this and this. Like I was so in, in like <laughs> in that. I didn't even catch nothing around, right? Yeah. Um, and like you said, like there's not always good, but like for me, um, as long as you're not doing like you, we call it like don't step on anyone's body, uh, yeah. so to speak. Uh, you should never apologize for trying to be great. No, I I agree, and I think it's it's like you said, it's part of the process, it's part of the journey. Uh, I think also we talked about ego. Ego could, I think they say ego, some people say ego is not your amigo, but I think ego can also be, it can also be your friend, right? It depends how you deal with it. And I, I think this is for people that have done martial arts, they're going to realize that the journey of self-exploration and learning who you are there's there's not many things that are like martial arts in that sense because you get to test yourself on any given level. Yep, yep, yep. One one hundred percent because so you get to compete in other sports, yeah. but the consequences of a loss is completely different, right? And like in martial arts, not only the consequences physically mentally emotionally and everything like that because that those those like mentally and emotionally all of those things are, are obvious like you can compare that to different sports but you can't physical to different sports and also i believe in fighting there's so much what have you done for me lately yeah. right which means everyone loves you when you're winning yeah. but as soon as you lose <laughs> your mom is calling like are you okay so so you you have to so if you if you think about if you think about it and you take that 
like personally or you let that affect you i believe you're gonna be more afraid of losing and when you think about losing and oh sure you i can't lose i can't lose you're always like what do you put in your brain what i'm trying to do and don't get me wrong i'm, I'm not trying to say oh everyone should be like me. no 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 but what i'm trying to do is i'm trying to focus i don't i don't have my opponent i'm focused on myself losers focus on winners winners focus on winning so in my mind, I'm focused on what I need to do. I don't have, I don't want to have my opponents in my head or whatever. I don't want to focus on what he wants to do. What you know, you see what I'm saying? I'm focusing on what I need to do to win, and I'm gonna do whatever it takes to win. You know, that's it. Yeah, no, that's great. Uh, I have two more questions, then I'm gonna let you go. I know you probably have to take a nap before the next session. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Quick question. Um, so when it comes to asking questions today, what should I have asked you that I, that I missed? To be honest, I, I'm, I love the way this has been going because it's been, you've been you, like, it's been deep questions. Like a lot of a lot of interviews or podcasts or whatever is about like so how is your opponent how like how did you prepare this is for me uh, very nice to be a part of because it's on a different level and I have to go back and be like oh so why do I think like that so so I'm very very satisfied with with uh, where I have no like oh you should have done that or should have asked that uh, asked that uh, I'm very very happy. Thanks, Sadi. I appreciate that. And we're, we're trying to peel away the layers of the onion. I think like it's almost like an onion. And depending on how deep we go, the more we can understand. And I want people out there to understand the sacrifices of being a martial artist for life. You know, there's there's a lot to it and there's a lot to learn. And I think my father is, is, is my sensei in karate and he has a karate school. And every... Every week he gets an email or somebody comes back to the dojo, not because they necessarily want a medal, that happens sometimes, but mostly because they created a good life. And I think that's the great part with martial arts. There's so many tools that everyone can use to be a little bit you know, stronger in, in the everyday life. I believe so too. And that's actually why... I'm so, when it comes to uh, kids, uh, like going into the, to, to martial arts and, uh, at an early age, five years old, six years old, I believe there's so much of the respect, so much of the discipline and so much of understanding, uh, like, so you don't have this today, but if you work a little bit today and a little bit tomorrow, you're gonna be able to reach where your training partner or whatever, right? Uh, so even though you're competing against yourself, you can still see, okay, so that person did it that way. So I believe there's, like you said, there's so many different things that you can use from martial arts that are, if you allow it to amazing uh, to have as like life lessons, life journeys. Yeah. Final question, Sadi. Uh, for people that are still with us, to ask for an hour of people's time, 2023, I think that's that's a lot. <laughs> and if you're still here listening, watching, we are grateful for that. And yeah. I, that means that you, you, you have seen the value in what we're providing today. But 
I don't want this to be another podcast where you just listen and watch and then go about your day. I want this to be the podcast that kind of made some decision for you to create a better life. So what's the first step people can do if they're, they're like, okay, I, I just need some type of change in my life for the better. What's your best advice to get started? To be honest, I have a, <clears throat> a couple of ones. What, one thing that I've, I've tried to work on myself every day is not to procrastinate, not to be like, oh, I'm doing tomorrow. I'm going to do it like, uh, no, why? Do it today because tomorrow might need, you might need something else. Uh, tomorrow might present a different challenge. So stop, stop coming up with the, I'm just going to do that before I get in shape. I'm just going to do, I'm just going I'm, to I'm, uh, take that away and just take the first step because there's no one that's going to stand beside you and be like, yeah, did you do it? No, you have to do it yourself. And I know a lot because people ask me all the time, like, yeah, can you help me? Can you help me? Can you help me? You can only do so much. You have to do it by yourself, right? You actually yourself need to take the step. And guess what? you're gonna feel much better when you take the step by yourself and you actually see the improvements and you see where it actually can take you. Yeah. I love that. Sadi Busi, thank you so much for joining the I Love Success podcast. It was a true pleasure. If people wanna learn more about you, connect with you, where's the best place? The best, I would say the best is on Instagram. <clears throat> Uh, Sadi Bussi, my full name, first name, last name, um, and uh, that's also where where you're gonna be able to to follow follow uh, like everything that's going on with my uh, with my next fight, upcoming fights, posting training gear, sometimes a good quote, whatever. So so uh, <laughs> uh, so that that's definitely uh, best best way to reach me, Instagram. That's awesome. Show your support to Sadi Go follow him. Follow his journey. If you enjoy this show, please reach out to me. Tell me what your goals are. What are you doing to become better? Follow us, give us a review. Make sure we hit that 10 million number. This is not something that I can do by myself. We need to create this momentum of people that want to do better in life. This show is all 100% free, but there's so much value. So I hope you re-listen, you take notes and you improve your life. That's the best form of payment you can give me and Sadi today. Thank you so much for joining the I Love Success podcast, and I'll talk to you next time. Thank you so much.